Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Batch, bitch. Batch. A batch, bitch. Batchy, 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 bitch, bitch. Batch, bitch. Oh, batch, bitch. Batch bitch. Hello. Um, this is Batch Bitch. It's a podcast where we bitch about the Bachelor. I'm Naomi, and I'm Danielle. And Danielle literally just farted into the microphone <laughs> to like attack me. It was fun. <laughs> it was off air. It was real life. Okay, if you got a fart <laughs> brewing for a, like for to use at a good moment, you should use it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's not often you have them ready to go when you need them. Use it. <laughs> and and why were you farting at me? Oh, because I had an emotional reaction to you saying, "Oh, hey, if there's ever any week that you like can't do the podcast, we can just I'll just get someone else. That's fine." <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I was trying to make your holiday nicer for you. <laughs> I, you didn't offer <laughs> me that when I was in Tasmania, and I would have gladly taken that up. Oh, okay. I just thought, you know, it's this podcast is about our, you know, our friendly back and forth. No, it's about the TV I show The upset. Bachelor. Slash The Bachelor into the microphone. That is so. That is the most upsetting thing you've ever done. Naomi, nobody listens to this podcast to hear you and me and our personal relationship. They only listen <laughs> to get the info from The Bachelor. <laughs> slash The Bachelorette. Okay. We're replaceable. Yeah, you're right. Both of us are replaceable. Yeah, I'm letting my ego get in the way. And that's on me. Yes. Um, But I will cry about it later. But that's fine. We don't have to do that now. Um, Yes, I'm in LA. Um, Yeah, I'm an LA girl now. Okay. Are you you a glossier girl yet? Am I? No, I haven't really been shopping or anything yet. I've spent most of the time here being really jet lagged. um, Because I had a terrible flight. It was so bad. I got, we got to the airport. I didn't realize that you have to book a return flight. Oh. For the V, for the Esther. And so I had to like just go over to flight center and do that. And then there was too much shit in my bag. So we had to pull our bags open and try and shift some weight over. And then I had to get a prescription for the pill. And Mark was like, there's one on the other side of the gate. Like, once you get through to the gates, there's a pharmacy there. I was like, okay. And then it turns out, no, there's not. And so then I had to get uh, someone from Virgin to escort me back because they were like, technically, you're not in the country anymore. So they had to escort me back. And then I had to go get it and then go through customs again. And then um, I had really bad food poisoning on the plane as well. But uh, but the my people at Virgin were really nice. And they also told me that Sarah Jessica Parker was on the same plane. That's cool. So oh, my God. I love her. I spent hours vomiting meters away from Sarah Jessica Parker. What a lucky lady. That's pretty fun. <laughs> I like her so much. I watched an interview with her recently. She's very funny. Yeah, she's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I like. I was a- like, maybe I can sneak back to first class somehow, but that's. Um, I don't think it's very easy. Do you think it's uncomfortable watching interviews with people who are being genuinely funny, and then the people interviewing them are like so focused on interviewing them they don't hear their jokes? Yeah, they laugh at their jokes. A bad interview, it sucks ass. Um, have you seen? There's what am I? What am I? Ta- I'm so spaced out right now. I had an edible because it's in LA weed is legal and it was yeah. I hated it so much. <laughs> Did you have too much? Is that the issue though? I don't know. I just couldn't. I just it is. I realized there's. I feel like there's still because it's like illegal everywhere else. I still feel like there's a lot of like I felt weird that people knew that I was <laughs> consuming weed. I was like. And like, and I'm like, oh, everyone knows. And then I just couldn't, like, we went and got some food and I just kept losing track of what was happening. And I hated it so much. I mean, and I was like standing at the counter paying for the food. And then like, he gave me my card back, but I just forgot. And so I was just like standing there. And then he just started serving someone next to me. And then I was like, that was weird. And then I checked my wallet and I'd put my card back and I was just standing there (laughs) like a fucking idiot. And I was like, why? Who can do this in public? I can't. I mean, the thing is, I think that that thing that everyone knows, I think everybody feels that if they've had an edible anyway. Like, you always think they're like, we went, um, at some point, we also had them one time. I don't know what, how (laughs) we got them, AFP, (laughs) but, um, we went to the zoo and it was so fun, but also we thought everybody was looking at us. But we had a nice time. And then we just watched the carp for ages because, you know, they got that lake with all the carp fish in it at the, at the zoo. And all yeah. the carps, for the first time in my life, I was like, whoa. Because I didn't realise how much they <laughs> put their backs out of the water. Like the top third of the fish is out of the water when they're swimming. And then we went and Did we sat. hours? No, out the first... Like, one-third of the fish's back is out of the water. Yeah, did you say you watched them for hours? Well, I don't... Time is different when you're <laughs> high. <laughs> we true. watched them for a long time. Um, there were four of us, and we were sitting by this, like... It was like, either, either 30 seconds or 10 hours. Watching the fish. <laughs> and um, then there was, like, these sort of, like, turtles... Danielle! Um, ...who came over to fight... Hello. I think you'll find that it's not in sync at all. Anyway, sorry, bit of a drop out there. Um, my internet will be better soon. But T-Mobile, I'm T-Mobile are not being very helpful to me right now. My I have a SIM card and it's not worked for days. That is not good. Do you not have Wi-Fi at your Airbnb? Yeah, that's what I'm on right now. But it sucks ass. I thought they were supposed to have better internet over there. I don't know what to tell you, man. The water sucks. Yeah. Bad. No good. The sun. I went out in the sun, in the hot sun, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be so red at the end of this. Did not get burned at all because they have this thing here called an ozone layer. Oh. And it actually really helps. (laughs) Oh, my God. What's the UV? Do you have a UV, like, thing over there that tells you what the UV is? No. I don't know what that is. I would like to see that because I have, says- I have a UV like a thing that tells me what the UV is in Melbourne every day on my phone, so that I can know when, like usually 
after 4.30 p.m., the UV comes right down and I don't need to worry about sort of like putting sunscreen on again, you know, because UV is like oh. zero point something, you know? Yeah. It was, I couldn't, I'm talking like 35 degrees walking around like in the blaring sun and I did not get sunburned at all for hours. That's crazy. Amazing what the earth is capable of when we don't destroy it. Why did it get destroyed right above Australia? That's not fair. I don't know, but it's really freaking annoying. I'm also really trying not to say the C word over here, which is very oh. hard. Yeah, oh my God. It's, it seems like it's like got a UV index of like three. Which What's is Australia? crazy low. Eight. <laughs> and this is why people listen to our podcast. For, for these amazing facts. Oh, my God. I'm so... And it's, an- like, hot here. Yeah, that's... I mean, to be fair, that doesn't mean anything. Mm. You know? Okay? Don't don't not apply sunscreen because it's winter. It You can still have a very high... UV index, and you really do need to apply always, okay? Especially if you fuck the atmosphere and there's a big hole in it. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think they have like a uh, app. I don't even think I don't even think they've got an app for LA to tell me what the UV index is, which is crazy. It doesn't matter because there's like <laughs> there's like forty seven of them in Australia. Australia is literally like. Mad Max, apocalyptic, <laughs> but with good water. LA water, awful. Hate it. Um, but they like in a drought or something. It's I'm in the desert. Um, anyway, I did find a way. I won't say how to watch. Oh no, actually, VPN is VPN's illegal. I got a VPN, so I watched The Bachelorette. I don't know about you, Danielle. Yeah, I did watch The Bachelorette, but just normal, <laughs> just using the yeah. Ten Play app. Yeah, well, here we are. Are you having fun with The Bachelorette? Um, I don't really remember what happened this week because it's been a few days. Um, oh, but um, yeah, it was fine. Sorry, I just saw that they did comedy um, on my paper. And then I remember Oh my that. God, yes. So the first thing this week is there's a group date and it's at the comedy store. Danielle, you've performed at the comedy store? Yes, I have performed at the comedy store. I haven't. I did get offered to, but it, then it was right before I quit comedy. Yeah, I mean, did you ever. ask, though? No, not at all. Okay, because they don't, like, message you to book you. You just say, like, I'm coming to town if you're from Melbourne. I'm sure they ask their Sydney local acts, but... Isn't it Isn't it from... Isn't it by... Is, does Century own it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's my manager now. That's exciting. That's but, exciting. Um, Maybe now you can go perform some written word. <laughs> some spoken <laughs> word yeah i'll do some slam poetry at the comedy store yeah go do it it'll be funnier than some <laughs> stuff oh shit oh danielle's going in well i mean it will be funnier than some stuff that's happened there because jesus christ this was not funny <laughs> um this has got to be the worst someone said that this is like so much more nerve-wracking than like jumping out of a plane or something and i would have to agree I think for a lot of people, this is so daunting. Yeah, I mean, the issue the issue is jumping out of a plane is like, yeah, heaps and heaps of people do this all the time. You know, of mm-hmm. course, it's normal to be scared and sad. You also can't really do it badly. Somebody else is on your back. They're doing it, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. With, you probably with this, won't die. Yeah. With stand-up. Also, this is not how people do their first stand-up set. People don't get given <laughs> four hours or to write a stand-up set. People usually spend weeks, if not months, getting their first. It's probably the most time and effort anybody will put into any of their stand-up sets for the rest of their life. Absolutely. Hopefully. Sometimes people spend years on it. Yeah. They're, your first one is the one you spend the most time on, I think. I mean, you know, definitely the one you spend the most anxiety on. Oh, absolutely. And that's why, for both of our first sets, we crushed. Yeah. Obviously. Um, so, anyway, Harley Breen is there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a comedian. Yeah. Um, and he does some little jokes up the top, Bachelorette related. Um, yeah. And then some of the guys are excited about this. Um, and some of them aren't. And I'm always so anxious for people who are like, I'm going to do well at comedy because it usually means you're going to do awful. Yeah. It also made me not like them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you think you're going to be good at something like that, that's the most egotistical thing you can think. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm funny. I'm funny enough to make a room full of strangers laugh. Yeah. Well, I just think it's ignorant because um, <laughs> um, it's actually really ignorant. Are you listening, boys? Um, that, like, just people think that if they make their group of friends laugh and they're going to make strangers laugh. And it's so oh my different. God. And I love watching, like, 19-year-old boys be like, watch this. And then they get up and tell a story that they've told their friends, like, a million times. Yeah, and so, like... get crickets and they're like, ah! <laughs> yeah, they think that they can, like, tell... Like, one time my friend Gazza, he... D- Nobody knows your friend Gazza. Nobody knows the situation yeah. you're in. Nobody understands the dynamics. Calm down. <laughs> all right? And that's also kind of the case here, but you've just got... They're all there for each other. It kind of is like when people bring their... Or someone who does a first set. You ever seen them? They'll bring, like, 20 friends. Yeah. Because they're, like... They had to do it on, like, a dare or something. And then, like, they absolutely crush because all their friends are just like... Ah! And then all the other comedians that are like good comedians get like, hey, because it's just like a massive group of people there to see one person. Yeah. I want to see those people on gig two. That's that's, that's it. where it's good. Yeah, because gig one, they got all their friends there. Gig two, they've still got the confidence. They've yeah. still got all the do confidence. Do you remember your first bad gig? Um. Yes, I do. Now. Yeah, me too. Where was yours? Uh, it was at a um, event. So I did my first gig at Monash, um, which was actually to like 400 people and then two gigs in one night because I won this like comedy competition. Really fun. Um, really fun way to do a first gig because bombing in front of 400 people is hard. The less people, the yeah. easier to bomb. Um, and also I was prepared. Um, and then uh, I did... And then I did a gig with you mm-hmm. were there, and that was another Monash event. Yes. And I did all right there, and then you messaged me on Facebook when we became friends. Mm-hmm. So you were like, oh, you should do more gigs, and it was really nice of you. Women supporting um, women. <laughs> yes, and also Sonia Diorio messaged me as well. Jess yes. Perkins was there, but don't remember her getting in contact randomly. Oh, um, weird, Jess. <laughs> seems like Jess huh. doesn't support women. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's okay, weird. Jess. Anyway, um... <laughs> And then it was my third gig. I agreed to do 10 minutes. I was on first and I was like, I made them laugh last time. I'll just add twice as many jokes. And I came out and did my first, it was a med, it was an event for med students. There were 15 of them there and they 
and it was like a dry event as well. Yep. And then, um, yeah, I got up and I did my first joke and no one laughed. Also, the MC wasn't a comedian. It was just some guy who wanted to do comedy. Okay. Who I think had entered the same competition that I did to get my first gig and lost to me. So he emceed. Yep. And two no laughs. And then I got up. I was like, I'll fix this. <laughs> and then I did my first joke to nothing. And so I just sort of started randomly laughing at just from like nervousness, I guess. And then just pushed through 10 minutes of just like <laughs> almost silence. <laughs> and I was like, fucking hell. Well, that I mean, was. At that, least there's the shock. At least it was early on, you know? Yeah. My, mine. Uh, How long? I had. So obviously, because I started in Townsville. Um, mm-hmm. And like you said, bigger gigs, it's harder to bomb, you know? Mm-hmm. And all the gigs in Townsville, there's lots of people at them. Um, so. I didn't bomb until I had moved to Melbourne to pursue comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And at this point, I'd I'd gone to like, I'd done some gigs in Sydney and I was like, I'm the fucking king, which is something that new open micers think because obviously you're not, you know, you've got this like weird sense of confidence about it because you're just Mm -hmm. doing gigs with other open micers. So it's like, oh, yes, you're the best of this. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You're the best piece of trash. Yeah. And then um, I moved to Melbourne and I did some gigs and it was going good. And then I got, I did, I did Lucky Cock once and it went great. And then I did Lucky Cock a second time. And (laughs) I have never felt like that again since... (laughs) Or before that, it was like five to seven minutes of pure silence and me talking to a crowd of people who didn't want to listen while they ate their pizzas. And then I walked home. It's such a notoriously hard room because no one goes there for the comedy. It just happens to them. It's terror, and I yeah. I walked home, and then I cried in the shower. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I know. So I hope that none of these boys <laughs> cried in the shower. <laughs> they might have, but at least um, they were forced to do it. You know. Yeah, they didn't do it of their own volition. That is good. But we probably should get into the episode because we've been talking for twenty minutes. Have we really? Yeah. Oh well, we miss each other, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so, uh, yes, they, they get up and they do, so they have to, like, they, they sit there for, and write their jokes and Harley Breen gives them advice. Yes. On the jokes. Um, and then, uh, then they just show a little montage of them all doing comedy. Um, some of them are fine. One of them takes his clothes off. I can't remember what the joke was, but I was like, that's actually pretty good. Sorry, I didn't hear you then because you went like all, like sometimes when you talk, it goes like the computer makes it sound like, and then I just laugh when it comes back because I assume you've made a joke, but I, I genuinely haven't been able to hear what you've said. Um. Okay, how often has that happened? It's happened like three times. 
Okay, great. So like any other time you laugh at my joke, you're just doing it because you think I expect it and you no, weren't paying attention. No, I couldn't. It's not that I wasn't paying attention. I literally couldn't hear <laughs> you and I thought, you know what, for the listeners at home, um, they can't hear, like, because we're going to put our two audio files together so they're not going to actually yeah. hear the phone call we're having. Um which means they're not going to hear your voice all gargled. And then I thought, what if she's not making a joke? And then I've just thought, gone. <laughs> yeah, so I got diagnosed with depression. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think of the men doing comedy, Danielle? Um, okay. Did you see, oh, you probably didn't see this, but one of the boys, um, I can't remember what, do you remember what the tall, long-haired one is called? The one who... Um, Announced. Tim? No, not that one. And not Kieran Kyron. either. Kieran. Not oh. Kieran. The other one. Um, With long hair. Yeah, he's like a tall tall man. I think, oh, Adam. Adam. His name's Adam. He's from I North Queensland. He did the, he, um, oh, you probably didn't see, this is what I'm trying to explain to you. Online, on the 10 Play app, they put up Adam's full set. And I don't know why they did that. Because is it just Adams? Yeah, it's just Adams. One full five minute set, and I feel sorry for him because there was no oh need to god. do that. There, it, oh my god, did he ask for it? Maybe I don't know. Well, surely not because they, surely then they could have given him the five minute set or put it up on something else that's not the template app that then makes the app glitch out all the time when you're trying to watch the latest episode and just keep playing Adams five minute shit, <laughs> shit stand up set. Um, but honestly, you wouldn't, you would not want to watch any of these sets no. without the editing. All these sets are so bad. I think, I think that Kieran obviously is the best and, um, yeah. wins it well because he's not trying to talk about his real life or do stand up. He's just trying to clearly do his best. And he just tells a story that everybody in the room sort of already knows. Um, but with a fun little, like. Kieran flair to it. And that's comedy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's cute and he did self-deprecating humour. I was very into it. But as we know, I'm very into Kieran. Yes. I think all um, of Australia is very into Kieran. They are. Everyone's going crazy for this guy. I keep forgetting that he's 25 because he seems older than 25. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> and then Tim, they say he crushes. Um... And Harley Breen said this. He's like, I think he's funny, but he doesn't know why he's funny or something like that. Yeah. And I have to agree that he just, I think they're just laughing because he's fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is quite hunted. Um, and he sounds like one of those guys who goes into these places with like just a story about their mates and you're like, what the fuck is going on? But because he's a little munt boy, everyone's like, this is funny. Because yeah. he's fucked. <laughs> he's so fucked. I do not understand why Tim... Uh, no, Tim, I think he did the best he could, I think, but I also think he is trying to be munted because I think he knows that's mm. his selling point. I think he I think he knows what he's trying to sell. I think he's, like I've said, you know how I told you about munt boys? Um, the boys mm. who, like, you think that um, they, like, are just ridiculous and so you're like oh no of course nobody would want to fuck that dude i'll fuck that dude nobody would want to fuck him 
I'll be the nice lady who fucks him. And then it turns out everybody's fucking him because everybody thinks that. That's yeah, a month boy. You know, he's, he's getting around like a little rat. Yeah. Tim, fucking everyone. Tim knows he's a month boy. And he knows how to yeah. sell month boy. He really does. Yeah. I still think he's fucked, but I'm still drawn to him. Nah, I'm, all, I'm not. I see through it. I see through it. That's very brave of you. I'm like Angie's dad. You see through it with your eyes. Your yep. eyes will always be your eyes, Danielle. That is true. Unless, 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 if you were, if I became <laughs> disabled, and then you would be my eyes. I'd be your eyes. You'd be my. You'd Good, be my bachelorette you eyes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be my everyday yeah. eyes. You'd be my bachelorette reality TV eyes. Well, you got a lot of eyes going there, Danielle. Well, I mean, he's got to go to work. Yeah, that's true. You've got to, you know, you've pretty much got different schedules, so. That's true. He's an early boy. That's he gets true. up at like 4.35 a.m. That's your bedtime. It is, but I'm in L.A., so we're probably on the same sleep cycle now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, anyway, Kieran wins, um, mm-hmm. even though I feel like they put Tim on last just in case he bombed. I feel, okay, so I also feel like they didn't set this up right. They just made Osha sort of MC, but just sort of announce them one at a time without, I mean, I hope that that was just for the filming because what I really hope is I'm that sure. is that Harley Breen did do like stand up in between and get, keep them, you know, warm them up and keep them. They know. seemed warm. I feel like they had to have, he had to have been doing stand up. Yeah, I hope so. <clears throat> I think they would be used to warming up the crowd anyway. Like TV shows usually have warm up anyway. Yeah. For crowds. So that might be a saving grace. Yeah, I hope so. Um, okay. Anyway, Kieran gets alone time because he deserves it and he's so funny and so cute. Um, and then Angie starts talking about... <laughs> I don't have a segue here, but how most of her best friends are gay or trans. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then Kieran says, same. Um, I didn't make many notes on this one. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> but they seem to be getting along well. Um, and, uh, and then he stumbles over the word sibling. He doesn't seem to know what the word sibling means. Um, and she's like, who cares? I don't care if he doesn't know what the word sibling means. <laughs> and then, um, she gives him a rose and they're kissing. And she says, Angie says they have a lot of sexual chemistry and he's a very good kisser. Ooh. Which I was relieved by. Sorry, the video cut out for a second then so I couldn't hear anything you said. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to write the time down? Did you make a joke? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I was just saying that Angie thinks they have a lot of sexual chemistry and he's a very good kisser. Which yes. I love that. I'm into that. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. I'm into people who are good kisses. Um, I'm just relieved because I was like, what if there's no sexual chemistry there? But now she said that there is. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what could go wrong here? If she doesn't pick him, I'm going to be so mad. Anyway. I know. I just feel like even though it's like the, it, even though it's like you can't even use the word diversity because literally they got rid of the one man who wasn't white. But I just feel like <laughs> within the realm of what we're given, having someone like Kieran or Tim win would be like a massive, <laughs> almost a massive diversity win because like they're not this like bread and butter 
<laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like every guy who wins one of these shows looks like a fucking Ken doll and it's so boring. Well, yeah, they're all like a personal trainer or something. And mm. whilst Kieran could be a personal trainer because he's got a physique on him, he's also different mentally than a lot of other men on this show. He's the type of man who's like, he'd be in our social circle, which is we never see any men yeah. on the show who would ever be in our social circle. Yeah, absolutely not. I can't think of one other person on the show who I would welcome no. into my circle. No. They're all fucked. He's the only Maybe person. Cass. But I don't I yeah. don't know how much we'd have in common. I feel like Cass <laughs> wouldn't want us in open. her social circle. <laughs> True. We don't our asses aren't firm enough. No. <laughs> We would th- or they'd like, be like Ugh. Alicia and Abby are the only ones I can think of. Yeah. And maybe that's because they message us. <laughs> that's true. If it you might want be us, because they're the ones we've talked to. You've got to give us that love and affection because if not we won't we won't assume it. We we're too insecure. So we're Bachelorette far too insecure. Message us if you want to be our friends, okay? Yeah, and bachelors probably don't bother. <laughs> Unless you're Kieran. That's true. Yeah, but actually probably not because with all the guys, actually with a lot of girls as well, I do say that they make me horny, so it might be awkward. Um, I don't think anybody, I mean, I don't think anybody's worried about you, like, you know, I don't think anybody's like, ah, no, she's too horny when she talks to me. I better look after myself. <laughs> I'm just saying it would be weird if I was friends with someone and then they listened to a podcast and I was like, oh, yeah, they're fucking hot. Okay, so you, you know by I mean? this you mean cat? Um, maybe. <laughs> okay, because I'm pretty sure that's the only person you've said who makes you horny. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just throwing Kieran in the mix too because I'm in love with him. He'd love that. I don't think he'd find that awkward at all. I think he'd be like, Get it, girl. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I tried to do his voice. So I can't. <laughs> no, he didn't know I jumped. Anyway, okay. Um, Kieran goes back to the mansion and uh, they're like, oh, did you kiss her? And he says no, even though he did. And um, there's a little quote from Jamie here. I wake up and I think about her. I go to sleep and I think about her. Um, just a yeah. little aside from him. It's all I think about day- every day in the mansion. Oh, no. Um, there's a single date and it is a fire truck. Danielle, did I lose you again? Did I lose you again? You lost me again, but I'm back. It's okay. We're back. Sorry. It will be easier when I get my phone. Um, so then there's a single date and it's a fire truck. Mm -hmm. Um, my thoughts immediately went to Jamie, who is a firefighter. Um, and then they do this little intro, like it's going to be Jamie. And then it's Ryan. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and then we have a little shot. Uh, Ryan's the dog trainer who she's DM'd outside the house before. And then there's a little shot of Jackson talking about how, like, it's just unfair. Ryan's, like, if you were able to get in there and do that groundwork, like, I feel like he's, like, literally talking about construction when he keeps saying groundwork. It's so gross to me. <laughs> do you yeah, know what I mean? It's very strange. But also, um, just side out of this, it's the fire. It's like the fire engine date. But Jamie's not the only firefighter in the house. Isn't it? There's, there's a guy called Hayden who's also a firefighter. So both of those oh. guys are like, it's definitely me. And then it's not. It's the dog walker. 
Well, because they're getting taught how to fight fires. So, I mean, it turned, like, obviously you wouldn't bring a firefighter. Well, then, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you could use Tim. He's a fireproofer. Is he? Yeah, it says that when it comes up. So, I guess he just makes sure job? that s- scaffolding isn't going to burn or something. I don't really understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fireproofer. Ooh. Um, <laughs> all these men just do something with fire. Um, they're playing with fire, i tell you that much. Um, but I'm sorry about that. They learn how to fight, um, fires and then they, ha- they do this, like, they, like, abseil down a building. Um, they learn to, are you writing this time down too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, they scale down a building with, like, ropes, like a firefighter would. Yes. I don't care about any of this. Do you care about this? No, not at all. I, to be honest, I don't remember this at all because I stopped watching and started trying to book Christmas gifts online. Okay. Oh my God. First of all, it's still October. Yes. But we don't have to talk about this again. And do you know what? <laughs> Mid-November, you're going to be starting to, probably not because you go shopping Christmas Eve. Mid-December, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Oh my God. I have nothing booked. I've got no Christmas present for anybody. I'm fucked. Now I've got to buy it all. I don't have the money to do it. Oh, my God. It's all shit. And you know what? I'm going to be like, babe, don't stress. Do it in September, October next year and you'll be fine. (laughs) And I'll rub your little (laughs) nose in it. Um... There's something wrong with you. So I just find Ryan really boring and I don't have anything to say about him. The thing that they like find out they have in common is that they both have sweaty hands. And for some reason that's fun for some that I like, but it's not even funny. They don't even make a joke about it. Um, and then, um, and then he like opens up about the fact that he has a heart defect and said two open heart surgeries. To which she says, can I see your scars? Which seems like a weird thing to me. I mean, maybe she just wants to touch his body. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's the reason it is weird. <laughs> that she's just like, take your shirt off. Yeah, I also think probably she just wanted it to be done with. because, Like she just wanted to get right. the conversation moving because... That was a boring conversation. I mean, I know it's open heart surgery or whatever, but, like, it was still boring to watch, you know? Yeah, if he wins, I'm going to be so annoyed because there's so many – there's, like, at least a few men on here with personalities. Yeah. And it is so boring to watch them. It is so boring. Yeah, he's Um, only – Anyway, he gets a rose. This will be fixed eventually, hopefully, guys. Yeah, it'll be – once T-Mobile sort out their stuff, then (laughs) – Tell you what, this will be good. Um, it's just trash. I don't care about it. Whatever, we're moving on. Um, there's a cocktail party. Um, Angie looks great, to which Kieran says, oh, my days. What a sweet um, angel. Yeah, and he's wearing pink. And Angie says, ooh, pink. And he says, to make you wink. And if anyone <laughs> else said that, I'll be annoyed at them. But it's Kieran, so it's cute. <laughs> um, but Jamie has an idea here. So obviously, Jamie's. I think Jamie's starting to get stressed that he hasn't um, had much time with Angie. And so he's like, I've got to lift my game. So his idea is with a gift. Um, So he brings Angie a gift and um, it's a pair of socks. It's a pair of rainbow socks. Yep. And she's like, ah, 
ah, she's pretending she likes it. And he starts explaining that it's because she said she didn't like her feet. So he can put on, she, she can put on the socks, not to hide her feet, but just to remind her of goodness and of him or something like that. And yep. then you see Kieran talking to the guys. And like, as Doki's like, oh, maybe he's, maybe it's because she doesn't like her feet. He's gone. Here's some socks to cover him up, sorted. <laughs> <laughs> and he's basically right. Yeah. um and jamie says they're rainbow because after every storm there's always a rainbow and she is really pretending that this is a nice gesture and that she um appreciates it but really i just you can't help but notice that she hates this so much right no she doesn't uh, i think she's like she's just confused she's like (laughs) who's in the casting department who put this man through (laughs) Why is this man on the show? Like, she knows why he's on the show, and that is for viewing. But also, I Mm -hmm. mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Also, that's surely that's not a thing. After every storm, there isn't a rainbow. It's like, Um, it's the way the light. Yeah, it's like after. But it's also got to be like, the light, like, sun has to come out and shine through it in a certain way and stuff. Like, it's not. Uh, Jamie, it's not even true. So, okay. well, I think, think it's, about that. I think it's also got to be slightly misting rain a little bit still, because <laughs> I I've never been able to make a rainbow in the back garden without using a hose, you know. But if you use the hose on the fine mist setting, you can make a little rainbow. Yeah. So I think it's got to be raining still a bit. So, Jamie, it should be. Towards the end of a storm or, or just when the rain calms down a little bit and the sun comes out a little bit, sometimes there are some rainbows. That That's a quote. Yeah, I don't know if that would use. sound as nice. Yeah, but at least it's factually accurate. <laughs> Which with this man, you do want to think, does he know stuff? I feel like you're nitpicking this more than Tim's disabled speech. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this doesn't make exact sense, Jamie, whereas Tim's over there going, your eyes, um, someone be your eyes. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, it cut out again. Doing? No, was, it, it did it? Yeah, it cut out again, so I have no idea what you just said, but um, I'm sure it was funny. <laughs> was it a joke? <laughs> Um, well, the thing was that it didn't cut out for me at all and the screen actually looked really clear. So I was just watching you just sort of looking at the screen lost with like a vague smile on your face. Um, just trying to be supportive, I guess. Okay. Well, cause it just did it again. Like right then. (laughs) Yeah, I could tell. I can see your eyes glaze over (laughs) when you're like, I don't know what's happening now. (laughs) Well, I get confused and I don't like, it makes me feel like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to be able to talk. Like when I started telling you about the fish in the, in the pond and it cut out, that was bad because then I Mm. kept telling you the story, even though I, I didn't think you could hear it. Um, Oh, well, the listeners will hear it. Well, because I thought maybe you'd come back, but then I started to falter in my voice. So I'm just going to have to cut it partway through and then bring it back. (laughs) I think you should leave it all in. I want to hear it. <laughs> well, I, I stopped at some point. I went, Naomi's gone. 
<laughs> oh my god you know this is having a long distance relationship it can be hard but i think we're gonna get through it and i think we're gonna come out the other side even stronger danielle did you lose me again yeah i lost you again <laughs> for me this did podcast, you really yeah for me we've only been <laughs> talking for like seven minutes of this 40 minute podcast and i'm trying to make it sound normal <laughs> Well, th- that was fine because that was the reaction you usually give me when I talk about our relationship. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, she's doing a funny bit where she pretends she can't hear me because I'm trying to, like, talk about us. Um, but anyway, whatever. Um, okay, we good? Yep, now we're good. I I did lose you again then, but I, it came back for you to <laughs> say, now we're God. good. Um, I'm so sorry about this, everyone. You don't deserve this. Um, but, you know, blame T-Mobile. Anyway, uh, whatever. Ryan swoops in even though he has a rose and he upsets the boys. This happens every episode. Who cares? Kieran's not happy about it, even though Kieran also has a rose. So he just feels bad for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever. They're all mad at him. Um, Ryan says it's the Bachelorette. Um, not let's come and make friends and they all storm off and then scotty i think is his name scott never seen him before no he's the eyebrows man (laughs) that i always talk about that jono likes i feel is he yeah maybe it's not scott maybe it's a different i know the one you're talking about with the thick eyebrows this is another one he's kind of short yeah his name's scotty anyway it is so funny to me that he's trying to talk down to ryan i'm like i've never seen this guy before in my entire life and he's just like acting like he's the protagonist of this story. He's just like, you've just lost a little bit of respect from all the boys. And then he like sort of shakes his head and goes, good luck. That's all I can say, buddy. And like walking away. And I'm like, you don't matter. <laughs> Who are you? And why are you like trying to act all like smug and holier than thou? It's so funny. That's actually, <laughs> it's like watching a movie with like, the protagonist and then like an extra comes up and he's like guess we'll have to see how this goes and like shakes their head and it's like who the fuck was that (laughs) who gave me the right well i guess because they're all in the house they don't they're just like chatting and all are considering themselves equal in the filming and stuff but they don't know that they're not even going to be shown (laughs) at all on film that's what's well yeah i mean everyone's their own protagonist in their life. I mean, it makes sense to talk to someone this way, but it's just, it's so holier than thou when yeah. no one's ever seen you before. Well, <laughs> it's I so mean, funny. I think it's quite funny. Adam, the one who I mentioned before, the tall one with the long hair who, who had his stand-up put online, he, mm. um, who he gets, he, he leaves this episode. I looked at his Instagram and it's mostly just people commenting, like his family and friends being like, where are you? I can't see you on the TV. You said you were going to be on it. <laughs> I've never seen you. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. And then so he's going to be like. Now you're going on The Bachelor and then you don't yeah. see him. Yeah, I got cut out, yeah. Arnie Jane. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe that's why he asked for a stand-up set to be put up. I can't wait to watch it. Oh. Well, you can. (laughs) Um, So, uh, Kieran tells uh, Ryan off 
And he's like, oh, we're not here to make friends. And he's like, yeah, but they're my friends. And I was like, actually, that's a good point. You can just be nice to people. I'll only listen when Kieran says it, though. I never thought about that until Kieran said it. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, I guess you could just think about people's feelings. (laughs) Um, So Kieran says, he's not here to make friends, so I'm not here to make friends with him. Yeah. Boom. Um, Road ceremony, three people are going home and they're like, ah, and then Adam, Tom and Scott leave. Who are they? I don't know. One's the guy with long hair who apparently exists. Eyebrows, long hair, random. Yeah. Um, anyway, bye, Scott. That's the one who was all high and mighty a second ago. <laughs> like, he was, like, the king or something like that. He's gone. <laughs> Very funny. And I don't even like Ryan. Um, anyway, um, it's worth noting, Jamie got the first rose here. Which, yes. um, in the next episode, in this episode here, he brings up, um, a million times. He's very happy about it, but his, you know what I've noticed? His face doesn't move. No, it doesn't move. That's what's um so une like makes you feel so uneasy about Jamie, is that he shows yeah. no emotion, but seemingly yeah is talking like somebody who has the deepest emotions. He talks like yeah, you, but his you know, face like is he, like just frozen. He talks like there was this guy at my school called Spud who was a motorbike boy, but was very tender, and so would like <laughs> cry constantly. Um, like more than like I've never seen anybody cry as much as Spud cried. Um, Spud, Spud, yeah. Fucking hell, <laughs> Spud sounds like a complicated man. <laughs> yeah, but Jamie seems to have the same emotions as Spud, but without ever showing any emotions on his face. Yeah, he just his mouth moves. That's it. Like you could. If you just like put a sensor bar over his mouth, you would not. I feel like you wouldn't even be able to tell when he was talking. Yeah, it's very strange. He also sort of like puffs his lips out a bit, so it reminds me of a child talking sometimes. Yeah, he pouts. Yeah, just pout. He pouts a lot. Um. Also, I think it's funny that he says, "I'm on the level of maybe Tim now." After he gets his, <laughs> the rose first, and I was like, "And what oh. does Tim say to that?" I don't know. I don't. I don't have that written down. <laughs> he's, he's, he says he's like I, don't know, I can't remember. What he says he's like yeah, fucking all right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so he's he's like I think I might get a date soon. Um, but then Kieran gets a single date. Yay! So this will be he's had two of the like private times after a date, but this is his first actual single date. It's yeah. very exciting. He is progressing quite well. He is, which works perfectly for all of us. Um, um, and he meets her on a speedboat. Yes, but can I quickly say, Jamie's upset by this and says things like, I need to be intimate with Angie. He needs the intimate time with Angie. What? I feel like he says intimate time. Okay, maybe do you reckon they cut that out? I mean, it's it's creepy thing to say, but he just means away from everyone, I think. Even though just using the word intimate is... Yeah, it's <laughs> disgusting. It does mean <laughs> sex in a lot to a lot of people. <laughs> I don't think he's saying I need to fuck Angie. <laughs> I don't know. I want to read into that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to be like so like with the facts about Jamie, but other people <laughs> I will just openly slander. Maybe it's because I think he, he's capable of like just coming and murdering me. That there could you be go. It. There's but some also- slander. 
I looked at, <laughs> I looked at Jamie's Instagram and like apparently there's rumors that he's an actor and this is one that I would potentially believe. Um is it actor? Don't actors move their faces? I don't know, maybe Come that's on. a thing, maybe he's like that's a thing. I've got no idea, but his Instagram is ridiculous. It's like I would it's like three photos of like a painting of like leopards and it's like I went to the art gallery today and um, I liked these paintings of some leopards by this artist and then he links the artist and then everything else is like pictures of him traveling because his life goal is to travel to every state in America and every country on the planet. And he's been to like 100 or like 99 countries so far or something like that. I could figure that out. He needs to go to every country. Oh my God, that's such a... I mean, it's there's just so. What is he going to go to North Korea? Pardon? What? It's cut out. Is he going to go to North Korea? What? <laughs> is he going to go to North Korea? I guess that's part of his dream, so he wants to go there. I think that's such like a twenty. No, I think that's such like a nineteen-year-old dream to have. You know, it's like. So you something... can put a little push pin on everywhere on a map. Yeah, it's like something you're like. It's like, yeah, it's, I think it's more something that you're like, it, if you don't have anything that you actually want to do, that sort of gives you more of like a thing to be like, oh, I've got a goal in mind, you know? Yeah, I don't think traveling is that impressive. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I've, see, I enjoyed it when I was younger, but I think now I'm more like, I like, I still like going places, but I'm more like going places to do things, as in like, I've got yeah. to work. It'll be fun to be in this different city for a few days. Or whatever. Yeah. It'll be fun yeah. to be there. I'm jealous of you being in the in a America because you get to have... So there's this thing that I like called Grady's Cold Brew, which is like... They used to sell it at Maya and now they don't sell it anymore. Or David Jones, sorry. Mm-hmm. And it's like these bags of coffee, like tea that you put in water and then... You leave them overnight and then you pull the bags out and then you've got like enough cold brew for like a few days and it's like the best cold brew. It's not it's not like it's the best. I've never had anything as good. What's it ever. called? Grady's cold brew. Grey? Gra- no, G R A D Y S cold brew. They have like stores stores around town. You can go and get them to make it for you as well. They've got like you can go sit there. I've stalked them. I've sent their Instagram <laughs> heaps of messages, okay, to be like, hey, can I get, get this shipped over? I need more. I'm going crazy for this coffee. It's good. I need more coffee. It's summer suit. Do you want me to get it for you? Yes. All of it. <laughs> yes. All right. I will do this. Um, I'll get that. I'll get that cold brew. Um, any recommendations also while I'm in LA of things to do or things to eat or things to drink? Well, you you know you're gonna get addicted places to, to get high. <laughs> um, well, I don't drink I don't drink that much coffee because um, of my anxiety disorder. But oh, yeah. um, but I'll have some. You'll like it. You can also get decaf. Yeah, I'll like it. Oh, oh, all the that's so fun. All the taste of coffee without any of the caffeine. Yeah, but if you have this cold brew, you will actually want to drink it because it tastes so good. Okay, all right, I get it. I get it. I get it about the cold brew. It's so good, Naomi. Okay. Anyway, Kieran meets Angie on a speedboat. Yes. Um, 
and she says, Kieran is someone I'm attracted to and it's not because his junk was in my face. I'm sure it doesn't hurt though, right? (laughs) Um, And she gives him a red poncho to wear. um, And he doesn't seem entirely happy about getting his hair messed up, but he's not like annoying about it. He's just like, oh, great. Um, And I don't think he likes being on this speedboat at all. No. Um, But that's fine. I love that about him. You don't have to enjoy everything. But he's not like being annoying about it. He's just like, well, okay, I'm glad that's over. Um, (laughs) And then he says he brought us, that their clothes are wet. And he says, yeah, he brought a suitcase of clothes. Um, (laughs) That's fun. I like him. Of course he did. Um, Their hair is wet, but then they get in a Mustang. And Kieran gets to drive. Um, And then cut back to the house. Jamie calls Kieran a one-trick pony. What are you talking about? He's been naked what? and he's really and he's really good looking when he's naked. He has done comedy and he crushed. He yep. is also just like really kind. He's like the opposite of a one trick pony. He's a, he's a nice got man. heaps of tricks pony. Yeah. Um and then Jamie says, Kieran looks great looked great naked, I'm not gonna lie about that, but I got the first rose. <laughs> In the rose ceremony last week. That doesn't matter, Jamie. The producers pick the order. Don't you know that? (laughs) Yeah, they do. And they will put him last to stress him out. So the more he talks about this, they're obviously going to put him last this time. You know? Um, Anyway, we cut back to there's a little cute couch time um, with Angie and Kieran. And Angie basically asks Kieran what's wrong with him. Um... (laughs) The words she uses are, why are you so eccentric? But basically what she's trying to figure out is, why aren't you normal? Um, <laughs> like, let's be honest. And then he starts talking about how he grew up really poor and he lived in community housing and he went to eight or nine different primary schools. Um, I can't remember why that was. I think maybe just community housing, getting just like moved around and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so he didn't grow up with money so now that he can afford it he likes to look nice and take you know pride yeah. in his thing he said there were bad men in his mum's life as well so maybe that's also partly uh, why he doesn't feel the need to be like overly masculine and things like that because it's like well yeah if, if you don't have somebody to like if that's not something that you consider to be a good thing you know yeah then. and it's also like oh a lot of the time kids in those situations end up being like the same as like that's just the cycle of abuse and yet Kieran has come out a perfectly formed diamond. Yeah, he's beautiful. How do you manage that? Um, Anyway, uh, and Angie says that she feels shit for judging him. Um, Yeah, well, you should. Why are we judging him? No, that's not fair. When I first saw him and Tim in the promo, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, first episode, I didn't I, – I was confused by Kieran because I thought he <laughs> yeah. was going to be the worst. I thought he was going to be Paddy on steroids is what I thought. Yes. And then, but he's the opposite. And then he's the sweetest angel I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, maybe if Angie doesn't marry him, we will, and we can have a little polycule. We yeah, we'll have him yeah, that'd be fun. We could have him we can have him over to games night, Naomi. <laughs> all all five of us for games night. It'll be fun. And a little polycule? Yeah. 
<laughs> we can all live together and, and fuck. Just kidding. Um, anyway, uh, Kieran talks about how he's close with his grandmother and he uses this word to describe her. Uh, mint. He says his grandmother is mint, which I've never heard. Honestly, I've heard a lot, but I don't think I've heard it on TV. Um, and he says he wasn't expecting to feel like this, but he's loving it. So I don't think he expected to be falling for someone, but I think maybe he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they start making out um, and they look horny. Yes. And he's like sort of got his hand on the upper, on the upper side of her ass. Yep. And it's very appropriate, but sexy. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want. Yes. Um, and he gets a rose, obviously. And then he goes home um, and then he won't say whether he's kissed Angie. He's like a gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. But Tim's like, I reckon he's kissed her heaps of times. Because <laughs> Tim's actually really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then Jamie keeps saying he needs, quote, that intimacy time. <laughs> Stop saying intimacy time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, cut out again. Did I cut out again? But that's fun. <laughs> let's keep talking. Back now. Let's keep talking. Okay. Uh, so we got a group date now. Yes. Um, a bunch of boys with Angie's parents. Um, and the and so it's going to be it's so Angie's mum and dad split up, and Angie's mum talks to people one on one. Whereas Angie's dad mm-hmm. talks to people in a big group. Yeah, um, some quotes from Jamie. He said he recognized them from Instagram. But I feel like the editors might have just like cut that sentence together. I don't know if he said that because it sounded a bit iffy. Um, but then he says, this could be my mum and dad in the future. And I believe he did say that. Sorry, everybody, I just cut out again. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Danielle, I reckon with this one, just laugh and then go into the next bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got me, Naomi. good that was good that was good okay okay let's get back to it (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to save you editing time i'm like you don't even have to address this one just do a little laugh and then you decide to fucking go off for 10 minutes but cackling whatever (laughs) you talk i don't care okay um all right, so Angie's dad's quite scary. Um, not like in sometimes where they try and make the dad seem scary. This dad is genuinely quite scary. Um, mm. He says one of the questions is who should she stay away from? And I thought all the boys were going to say Ryan because I I didn't think that they liked him and I thought that Jamie would be too easy because I thought that they would all understand that she was never going to pick Jamie. Oh, I was sure they were going to pick Jamie because he's the only one who seems like an actual hazard. 
Yeah, I just think he's so obviously a hazard that, of yeah, course. Yeah, but then why hasn't she sent him home? I mean, the answer is the producers. Yeah. But they don't know that because she's like, she got mad at Jess, sent him home. She sent Mitch home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so they're like, why the fuck is he still here? He's so weird. Yeah. He is. Um, Kieran says that Jamie's really needy and apparently Angie doesn't want somebody who's needy. Um, also, he says, who in the mansion don't you trust? And they all say Ryan. So, um, I mean, mm. what, I mean, to be honest, it's like, yeah, sure, you don't trust him, but also what's he going to do? He's not going to, like, steal your bank account details. He's just going to potentially date your lady. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's what I don't trust they're him. all he's doing. Pr- he's trying to, he's making it out like it's some kind of competition or something. <laughs> it's really shady. Yeah, like I don't think a time with Angie without me there. Yeah, I don't think you can say you don't trust him when he's just trying to do the thing that you're all trying to do. Calm down, everybody, about this. Yeah, Um, he's boring as fuck too. But hopefully, Angie doesn't pick him. Um, Anyway, uh, then we cut to Angie's mum. One second, Danielle. Okay, this should hopefully work better. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Now we might be okay and hear each other talk. Sorry, that was one of my classic songs. Um, I do those quite often around the house. Um, <laughs> I did one yesterday um, when the kids underneath us started crying and screaming. That was like, why are our neighbours always crying and screaming? Why are our neighbours always crying and screaming? Those kids are so annoying. That's why we don't want to have kids. I love my IUD, I love my IUD, I love my IUD. <laughs> that was a song I sang yesterday. So that's, oh, so that's a, a rendition. That's not even, you didn't even come up with that right now. No, that's a, that's a, that's um, my original that I wrote yesterday. I <laughs> love it so much. Thank you. Um, Thanks so much. Back to the show. Um, ja- Jamie meets mum. Um, and he just gushes about Angie the whole time, and it's just too much. They obviously they like do a super cut of all of it together in a row, yeah. but it's still a lot. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And Angie's mum, you can tell, is uncomfortable. Yeah, she's just like, because mm-hmm. even she's <laughs> they don't like, show her talking once. <laughs> she's like, I mean, I love Angie, but Jesus fucking Christ, this man's fucking <laughs> obsessed. <laughs> She's not Beyonce, like chill. Yeah. Um. Uh. What else? I don't know. Who cares? Um. um Angie sits down with her. What? I was gonna say Angie's mum like loves Ryan because she talked to Ryan. She clearly had like oh, love yeah. hearts in her eyes behind. She had like yeah when she <laughs> saw him and then she was going on about how she knew about him. So Angie has like mentioned him to her mum, which is a pretty big deal. Yeah, it is. You don't really talk about guys you're DMing on Instagram to your mum very often. No. I'm sure. No. Um, so Angie sits down with her parents and um, she gets some advice. So dad says that Carlin would be good for her if she wants to settle down and have kids. Right now. Um, Kieran, right now. Kieran yep. would be good if she likes to travel and wants to have kids at age 40, which is like, I feel like he's like trying to take a stab. <laughs> That but, like Kieran won't be ready for kids. I ever. mean, I don't think he, I don't. I didn't get the vibe he was saying like, you know, f- 
I don't think because also it's like I don't know if Angie wants kids right now, but I think that also if she does still want to have her youth, I think it was still nice of Dad to single out Kieran as like a potential like he likes him. Like I think he does like Kieran. Yeah, I think he does like Kieran, and is just saying the difference. I'm relieved. Is, I thought he was going to say that Kieran's too much. No, he said Tim was too much about someone. But it was Tim. Yeah. Um, he said, I think he'd pester you at the dinner table. <laughs> he clearly thinks Tim is fucking annoying. Yeah, he said he'd piss you off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, please don't bring him to Christmas. Please don't do this. Um, and then Dad tells Angie about all the guys saying that they don't trust Ryan and that they said that, that she should stay away from Jamie. Yep. And Mum agrees that Jamie is intense. He is a psycho is what I think her eyes say. She put it mildly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so then there's the cocktail party um, and Jamie sort of asks what they were talking about. Someone makes a joke about like Jamie being a, they're like, oh, we told him you were the best stalker. Ha, 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 just kidding. And I'm yeah. like, but you're not really. And then Kieran just comes out and says it. He's like, oh, yeah, I did tell the dad that, I did tell dad that Angie should steer clear of you. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Kieran is also a very honest person on top of everything else. And yep. um, he's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just like he says stuff about Jamie being too needy and would ask, like, would constantly be texting Angie asking, where are you? What are you wearing? And I like, yeah, that sounds needy is yeah. just a gentle word for controlling. Yeah. He just is like, he's putting, don't see, they tell you, don't put pussy on a pedestal. But that is what Jamie is doing right here. Yeah, so he's not looking at Angie like she is on his level. Human. He's looking at her no. like she's above him. I mean, um, this is very funny though. This is very funny though for when Jamie and it, like when Angie has her chat with Jamie because Angie's like, "So are you clingy? Are you needy?" And he's, and then he's <laughs> like, "I don't know why the boys would say that," but then he goes, you, "He tries to make it a good thing, but the way he makes it a good thing." Is not good <laughs> yeah. at all. He's like, I think they just think that I'm, I'm too, like I'm too much of a good guy. And then she's like, too good for me. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. Okay. He clearly does not know how to answer these questions at all. Like, no. and he's just fucking panicking because she's not like putting, she's not listening to any of the bullshit. She's just like questioning what he's saying. What? And he's like, oh, they think I'm too needy. They think I'm a stage five, stage five clinger. And she's like, is that true? He's like, oh yeah, I guess. Um, anyway. And then he says like, oh, I'm just really genuine. You know, I've, I haven't changed who I am from the start. You know, there's probably three genuine guys in here. And she's like, who? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, oh, I, like, she's like, you don't say that if you can't back it up. And he's like, oh, I just feel like, oh, you're putting me in a, you know, awkward position. And she's like, you did this. You said this. I didn't say this. You said it. So tell me who they are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. She's so annoyed at him but can't send him home because she's like, yeah. there's just no way if she sent everyone else home for being annoying. Like Mitch was not this annoying. Um, no. He was annoying, for sure. But she, he wasn't this annoying and she sent his ass home immediately. But clearly they're like, come on, you got to leave us one dickhead. Yeah. Um, and then Kieran steps in, which I don't think he would have if he didn't notice that Angie was just like annoyed and uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm here. I was just saying, yeah. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> I, I thought you thought that it had cut out or something. Um, I did a little bit. Do you want to write this time down now? I just thought it yeah, cut out because sure. you stopped talking. No, um, I was just responding. But then again, and sometimes you love to just go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do love um, to just go, It's yeah. just funny because the way that you react when, um, like, when it's not, when the internet's not working is the same way you react sometimes when you just have nothing to say or maybe zoned out a bit. It's exactly the same. Yeah, but it's like a physical, <laughs> like it's a physical manifestation of me zoning out. It seems the it going, yes, <laughs> breaking apart. I'm like, oh no, this is my brain. I'm seeing it. <laughs> yeah, the internet's actually fine. <laughs> anyway, cocktail pa- the the rose rose ceremony. Um, Jamie does get a rose. Um, but he did not think he would. I didn't think he would. Um, and then he mumbles, fuck me. When I went from first to last, it doesn't matter when you are in order. Um, and some guy goes home. I do not know who the guy was. His name was Glenn. And I only knew his name (laughs) because he, he didn't get kicked out last episode. And I thought, he wouldn't, Scotty would stay just because we've seen Scotty on camera so much more than this guy. Yeah. But no, Glenn's yeah. gone now. He's, is he blonde hair? Uh, I think it was like red. But I don't know. Uh, it was like he had this. this nose. He had the complexion of a redhead, so I could be assuming his blonde hair was red, but it also could be red hair. <laughs> he, he just had really pale, freckled skin. Yes, he looked like saying? he should be a redhead. Uh, but I do not know if he is yeah. or is not actually a redhead. Okay, that's The well, Bachelorette for this first. week. <laughs> um, there was one little moment, though, right at the end of this. Did you see it when they clo- They did, like, a close-up on Jamie? <laughs> and they just put full serial killer music <laughs> underneath. <laughs> it was, like, screeching violence. And it was like... <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair... <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> The promos for this week make it seem like Jamie's gonna go full psycho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do. But, I mean, they look like that every week. It always looks like he's about to get trapped. Um, but I just want to see her, like, have a go at him again for just saying annoying stuff that he can't back up. Yeah, that would be good. I would like to see more of that. I would like to see more of that on every platform. Yeah. Every show. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> um, we have one review. One okay. new review. You yep. guys love hanging on by a thread, don't you? <laughs> um, it's Matt1634 from Australia. He says, makes me believe in love again. Five stars. Not because of The Bachelor, just because the gals are so delightful. Huh. And I, if I had one word to describe us, Danielle, I would say delightful for sure. Yeah, delightful is good and not constantly on edge. (laughs) But that is not one word, is it? (laughs) I'm trying to remember if we've ever done this podcast where we've both been calm. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think, I think that it would, we wouldn't do the podcast if we were both calm. (laughs) We'd go for a swim or something. Who'd want to listen to that? We'd go to the beach. Do we, do we, maybe not the beach. Do you want us to be Ellie and Tate? Huh? No. 
No one wants to see another Ali and Tate. No. Right? No. Okay. Anyway. Should I, I'll <laughs> read the song? the song. Okay, this song is yeah. called... It's a bit of a... To be honest, um, so I've recorded my half. Naomi hasn't recorded her half yet. I picked this song. It is quite a slow, um, jazzy number. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry if you don't like it, but get over it, okay? It was fun for me to do alone in my house, and I'm excited to see what Naomi brings wow. to the table, okay? So this is the... Well, this, yes and, baby. Thank you. This is the description <laughs> for the song Past Sadness. We all need past sadness. Past sadness? Song. Yes, past sadness, as in it was in the past. We're over it. We're not sad wow. anymore. Past sadness. Okay, okay. the song... All right, and we clearly worked through it. Yep, past sadness. The feel is calm, grooving, and relaxed. Um, Okay, so Mm. the description. We all need sadness sometimes. I have a sadness loot box subscription. This month, I got some get well cards for babies. Wilted iceberg lettuce, a 1999 gateway laptop, three popped balloons, and a diehard Montreal Expos fan. The server ships everything in an empty box of wine with a broken spigot. I I fucked that last line up, but I I don't think I got it anyway. The (laughs) server ships everything in an empty box of wine with a broken spigot. Spigot. (laughs) That was the description for Kevin McLeod's song Past Sadness this week. (laughs) Get well soon cards for babies? Is that what he said? Yeah, get well soon cards. Get well cards for babies. Yeah. That would make you Jesus sad, wouldn't it? Jesus Christ, Kevin. Are you okay? Oh, my goodness. Um, please, Kevin, message in if you need help. Um, we're always here, obviously. We're your fan club. Yeah, we love you, Kevin. Um, and so at the start, we, we just you, got Kevin. a short clip of that. But at the end, we do have the longer version of the song. If you do want to stick around and hear us jazz it out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to listen to this 10-minute rendition that I'm going to have to sing over. <laughs> okay, it goes for like two minutes. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, thank you for listening. Sorry for all the technical difficulties, um, but it'll be better next time, I promise. Okay, everyone relax. Don't get, don't get mad. Get even. And get cute. Okay, very good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm falling okay. apart. Um, all right, okay, well, talk to you later. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Batch. A batch bitch. Batchy, 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 bitch, bitch. Batch, bitch, batchy, batchy, bitch, bitch. Ooh, batch, bitch. Oh, batch, bitch. Ooh, batch, bitch. Ooh. Batch bitch. Oh, it's time for batch bitch. Batch bitch. Oh, it's in a batch bitch. Batch, batch, batch. A batch, batchy, 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 batch bitch. A batch bitch. Ooh, batch bitch. Batch bitch. Ooh, batch bitch, batch, batch. A batch, a batch bitch, batch bitch, batch bitch, bitch. Take it away, Naomi. (laughs) 
la 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 a batch bitch batch bitch 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.